So I wanted to talk about just the Jesus, Jesus um, in three of the Gospels, it talks about him being led into the Spirit, uh, led by the Spirit into the wilderness, and, and he fasted there. Um, so let me read our verse today. It says, Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. And the tempter came to him and said, If you're the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. And Jesus answered, It is written, Man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. That was a quote from Deuteronomy 8, which I, I put down here. And it stuck out to me when I was reading through Deuteronomy a couple weeks ago. Um, it stuck out to me because, of course, I'm, I'm making the connection there. But I want to read this to you. God says, And you shall remember the whole way of the, that the Lord your God has led you these 40 years in the wilderness, that he might humble you, testing you to know what is in your heart, whether you would keep his commandment or not. And he humbled you and let you hunger. I just love that. He humbled you and let you hunger and fed you with manna. <laughs> He's like, I want you to experience this hunger before I fulfill you, which you did not know, nor did your fathers know, that he might make you know that man does not live by bread alone, but man lives by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. The thing that captured me when I was reading that this uh, a couple of weeks ago was just that he, he humbled you and then made you hunger. And I just think that, it, you know, we always like, well, God would never do, you know, he would never deny anything from, you know, from his kids or whatever. Um, but it, it tells us why. He wants our hearts to be sharp towards hearing his word. To be able to, when we read it, to like, wow, I am going to follow what he says. I'm not going to go. I, I, I'm. There's. We all live by faith. <laughs> we all live by faith, in something. We can live by natural faith, which is the testimony of another person, of a human, another human, or we can live by spiritual faith, which is the testimony of God. The testimony of now. The, the people of the world and us, at, at times, we take, you know, the, the, faith, the wisdom or the, the statement of the world often as much as we take the spiritual nature of the Word of God. And, uh, you know, our, our world, is, it's kind of funny if you think about, you, you know, so somebody can make any statement in the world, but uh, it's like, it, it, you know, let's just say a scientist says, hey, this is true. And we're like, oh, cool. And we're like, oh, I don't, I don't know if I believe that. But then, you know, some Hollywood, you know, 
actor will say, hey, that's true. We're like, oh, totally true. An actor, you know, some guy that knows nothing about anything <laughs> says, says something's true, you know, somebody famous. And it's just, it's ridiculous that the world, that often people in the world uh, and us at times will, will not believe the word of God. I mean, I see a lot, of, you know, I mean, it says in the word, do not be unequally yoked together with an unbeliever. You do not know how many people come to me wanting to get married or they're dating some person and they're saying, yeah, but he's not a Christian yet. And they're doing missionary dating, you know. It's like the only time they do evangelism is when they're dating. It's like, hey, you know, will you get saved and come to church with me? Oh, yeah, sure, man. What do I get for that? Uh, you know, it's true because God said it. This is, this is the revelation of God. This is, all this isn't in my notes, but I want you to understand that when what Jesus is, is saying to the devil is, I cannot take the worldly revelation. I must live by the godly revelation and, uh, once and for all. Now, real quick, um, I entitled this, How Fasting Restores Our Spirit. And the first way, and I think most of you have probably experienced it already, is, is through testings. It's the testing of your heart. It says he did, you know, in, in Deuteronomy 8, it says, I did this to test your heart to see if you're with me. Are you with me? Are you going to follow me? Are you going to follow my commands? And uh, even in American Christianity, to say, follow my commands, is like, ooh, commands? I don't know. But those that know the Lord say, yeah, bring it on. Bring me the commands because I want to walk before you because I don't want anything to get in the way of my relationship with you. And so the first testing uh, is this battle of our mind. Are we going to go God's way or are we going to go our way or the world's way? And it's constant, isn't it? I mean... Uh, fasting bring, brings it to us faster. I don't know about you. Have you had any, any struggles since you started fasting? I know. Most of you have gotten sick already. That's the first level. Uh, it's like, okay, I got sick. Uh, and, the, and then the, the things will come, but, the, but it's not the stuff on the outside that's going to challenge you. It's the stuff on the inside. It's like, Lord, why, why am I thinking that the world revolves around me? We sang the song, Jesus, you're the center of it all, but the only time that he's the center is Sunday morning at 10.15 when I'm singing the song, you're the center. That's right, you're the center. <laughs> and then the rest of my week is about me. I am the center, not just of my life, but everybody's life. Are you, don't you love me? Don't you, you know, <laughs> you know, isn't it all about me? And then you have to read the, the litany of humility again. It's like, it is not about me. Okay, Lord, deliver me. From this. Okay. So it's battles of the motives, too. Um, Jesus, uh, in, in, this, in, in this confrontation, uh, when the devil, he says, if you're the son of God, go ahead and you, you, you can do this. You're a creator. You, you, can, you can create bread. You can feed yourself. You can be, you can be your own person. And this is the message of American life, 
right? Is that you can have it all. You can do it all. You can, you're, you're amazing. You can reach the pinnacle of dust. The, the, the pinnacle of the shadow. That's later on in here. They, say, they take him to the pinnacle, the top. You're the top. Jump down. Be a hero. Be on TV. But instead, Jesus said, hmm, it's not going to work that way in my life. I'm not going to allow my life to be taken in this direction. Uh, that was a real humble thing. Can you imagine? Take these stones and make them bread. It says he was hungry. I, don't, I haven't done a 40-day water fast or, I don't know, you know, 40-day. I've done 40-day fasts, but not like I've had stuff, you know. Not food, uh, but, you know, but he got hungry, and then he was tested with a small thing. It's like just this little piece of bread. Just take a little pebble. Make a pebble, a pebble loaf. You can do it just enough. Uh, he said no. So we'll, we'll have testings in our minds as we go on these next two weeks. You'll be tested in many ways in your minds about who you are in Christ and what is your commitment to Christ. Uh, I totally believe that. And um, if, if we'll say today, I will bow before you. I will not try to find my life outside of you. Um, that'll make the difference. Okay. Second thing is um, fasting restores our spirit through our relationship with, G- with the Father. The, the, the first test, uh, and actually all the tests, he always uses this phrase, if you are a child of God, if you are the Son of God, if you're a daughter of God, do this. You can do this. You can do this. And I was, I'm thinking already as I've been fasting, fasting has nothing to do with what I'm desiring God to do. And I kind of said it last week, but fasting starts to strip away everything that keeps us from a full view of God. And that is like the most amazing thing. In fact, church, the way we do church, is about kind of getting God here and trying to have us experience Him through what we do, or even what we say, like, oh, look, the guy's preaching. Oh, good, I hope it's a good message, and I hope I'm inspired, and I hope I remember by Tuesday what he said, um, because that always is a challenge. And we've all heard a lot of messages, right? But what if, like the Quakers, I love the Quakers, that's raised in Pennsylvania, they came together, And they said, God, we're not going to say anything and we're not going to do anything until you show up. I've read a lot of Quaker stuff. (laughs) 
know what's significant? God showed up. Because what they wanted was God. They didn't want more knowledge about the Bible because when you have God, then you'll read your Bible more. Or, or you know, you'll study, you'll, you'll do more. But without God, then it's like, oh, you should study. I should read my Bible. Yeah, I know I should. I should read it more. But with God, everything changes because now we have to devour. We have to, we have to meditate. We have to say, what do you mean? What was that like when Jesus was sitting with the devil? What an invitation. Devil, come and sit with me and challenge me. You know, I, I remember my, my Korean friends told, taught, taught me that the reason Jesus fasted uh, was because, because he knew that he was encountering the, the devil. He wasn't fasting... Uh, he, he was fasting for the strength that fasting would give him when he encountered the devil. And I, and I never looked at it that way. I always, I always thought it was, it was something else. Um, anyway, so the battle for your heart and your relationship with the Father is the second thing that's going to resolve as we spend time in our fasting. Because the world is pulling us. I don't have time. Right? I don't have time. Right, that, doing this 90-day uh, read through the Bible is fun because I have to take time. It takes, hour, it takes me an hour and a half to read through that many chapters. And I, and I said to myself, I'm not going to rush. How many are rushing right now? You're, you're going, dude, you got five minutes. We're out of here. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we're, we're, we're rushing. I, I've, I've been, okay, this is a funny practice. You're driving. There's three lanes of traffic. Try this. This is good. I, I, I've been trying. I, 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 it'll take me a lifetime to master this. Find the slowest person and get behind them and then be okay with it. And you'll start to notice things like, other than traffic, you'll start to notice like trees and people in cars. Whoa. And you can bless them. It's like, bless that guy as they're passing you. <laughs> you can bless a lot of people on the road. It's like, wow, this is amazing. Uh, and then all of a sudden, you go, nah, what am I doing? You pull out and get around them real quick. Uh, I, I tried it this morning, but I was like, I'm going to be late for church. <laughs> the lady in front of me was like, I don't think she knew how to drive. <laughs> she, she <laughs> so, so it was a little tough. Anyway, but, how did I get off of that? Well, also not in my notes. <laughs> but what we're looking for, not as part of our fast, but part of our Christian life, is the voice of God and the visitation of God. And when we experience the visitation of God, nothing else will matter. Nothing you're seeking after. You won't try to have to do anything but to rest with him. Which brings us to the last thing. Jesus, he didn't make the stones. He says, no, man shall not live by bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God, which is an expectation for every Christian that we would hear during this time and beyond, that we'd hear his voice 
you know, you have to discern it. I, I thank, I, I thank the Holy Spirit in my life because he always addresses me by my full name. He always says, Stuart. I'm like, oh. He does, he's, there's no nickname. If I get the nickname, that's the devil. <laughs> hey, Stu, you ought to do this. Like, shoot, <laughs> probably shouldn't go down that road. <laughs> Stuart, oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for leading me. I'm going to be okay. <laughs> you know? This is, how my, this is how my spiritual life has worked all these years. Okay. So he says, I'm going to trust. That's what he's saying. He's saying, I'm not going to do it because I'm going to trust my Father, which is what's going to happen with your lives. Many of us are trying to control our lives. We're trying to control our futures instead of trust that God's Word will be revealed to us, and he will share with us. That is the heritage of every Christian. And I pray that during this time, God will open our ears, that we'll get tuned into his channel, so to speak, and it's like, ah, he's right there. And then when that happens, and, and this is, you know, this has happened in different times and at different degrees in my life. But there's nothing like hearing the voice of God in your life. And it's not usually directional. We're always like, got a direction, God? Or can you fix this? And he's like, will you learn just to be with me? Will you learn that I am who you're looking for? I am the fulfillment of your life. I am enough. I want to end with, with a quote that I've shared with a couple of people that captured me recently. I, I've, I've been reading a, uh, uh, a book that quotes old, old saints. Um, and it talks about this attachment to the world, this, this, crea- this creation of where the world will lead us. And I, and I want you to listen to it because it's, it's so beautifully put. It's, uh, it was written by a fourth century uh, church father. And uh, he says this, It's not enough to say that the man who is attached to this world has bound himself to it once and for all by a wrong choice. No He spins a whole net of falsities around his spirit by the repeated consecration of his whole self to values that do not exist. He exhausts himself in the pursuit of mirages that ever fade and are renewed as fast as they have faded, drawing him further and further into the wilderness where he must die of thirst." That's where the world is taking us. From mirage to mirage to mirage, where we end up dead to God. But Jesus says, come and follow me. (laughs) I will give you life. I am the way, the truth, and the life. I know that you guys already know this. 
that are in this room and probably most of you. But I know that there's another level that the Lord wants to take each and every one of us in our spiritual life. And much of it will be culling the world from us and finding more time with Him. And then He will tell us what to do. Because the end of our spiritual life isn't about us. Because when we die, we'll be really close to Jesus. Well, I might be in like in the 10th row of that scene in Revelation 7. <laughs> it's like, oh man, how did I get the cheap seats? <laughs> it's all the people in Guatemala are up front, man, that's why. <laughs> um, but we have an opportunity now uh, to serve people in Guatemala, to serve others, whether it's through action or prayer. And if we spent less time on our Netflix, we'd have more time to impact the entire world for Christ. That is my prayer. That is my hope for you and for me. With that, I'll close. Lord, thank you that you fasted before we fasted, that you prayed before we prayed, and that you walked before us. And I pray that uh, this morning uh, your words would be what ring in us, that what we've heard by the Holy Spirit as I've been talking will resonate in us so that we can learn to keep you as the main focus of our lives and to trust you with everything. We love you. We're learning to love you. And we want to know you more. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. I do want to hear what the Holy Spirit is speaking to the rest of you guys, too. <laughs> I get the benefit of like, hey, God's changing my life up here. Um, but I, I know that he's doing some great stuff. And, and uh, please share that with me or with others today also as we have our time together. So God bless you. Have a great rest of the week. And uh, oh, yes, and thank you all who joined us this morning. Uh, I pray that you were able to hear the heart of God this morning. In Jesus' name. Bye-bye. Have a good week. Bye.